Life is an epic journey. Live it unleashed. Hey, fellow journeyers, Jeremy here. Welcome back to the Living Unleashed podcast. You know, life is an epic journey, and we want to live it unleashed. God offers us a passionate life. This is a life that is defined by hope, filled with joy, marked by peace, and walks in freedom. Here at Living Unleashed, we are intentionally shaping our lives that we might experience this Living Unleashed life that God describes for us and offers to us. Here in season three of the Living Unleashed podcast, we are going deeper. That's right, as we go deeper in our journey with Jesus, learning about this life that God has for us. I'm so glad you're here. We are having an awesome and an amazing time. Uh, We've been talking all last week about passion. Uh, Not only passion for God, but passion for others and how we live that out, how we express that, uh, how we share that with others. We looked at our motivations. Uh, We looked at how uh, we love others because God first loved us. I mean, that's the sole basis of the whole thing. Uh, It's not based on how we feel. Yeah, we talked about feelings. We also talked about, you know, it's not how we... um, Uh, based on what the other person has done or based on what the other person might do in response to us. No, instead, it is all about who God is and what God has done. And we're going to talk a little bit more this week about how our life is affected by what who God is and what he's done. Uh, Today, I specifically want to talk about hope versus fatalism, hope versus fatalism. And and here's, here's the thing. I think we use the word hope quite frequently in our conversations, especially in, uh, in church environments, in Christian environments. But I think the reality is many Christians are fatalists. Uh, they are not hope-inspired. They are fatalists. And here's what I mean by that. You see, when we have hope, we hold out that life can be different, uh, that that because Christ is in my life, I'm going to experience something different in life today, as well as a difference in life to come. I mean, there's going to be this kind of upward trajectory. Um, fatalism just kind of says, it's going to be what's going to be, and there's really nothing I can do about that, and so why try? And what happens is, when fatalism sets in, then we don't see the reason and purpose for why we're going to follow Jesus more deeply. Because if God's just going to do what God's going to do, then prayer's not going to make a difference. Uh, Anything I do is not going to make a difference. So why should I even try? Um, The world is just the way the world is. There's nothing I can do. Uh, There's nothing I can participate in. Uh, So just go on. Yeah. And that kind of seeps in. But see, that's not what Scripture describes, because Scripture describes that we have hope. Uh, We have hope in Christ now. Not only do we have hope, but we are given these instructions and directions that we are to engage the world around us. I mean, Paul specifically says you can overcome evil by doing good. So therefore, I don't have to just accept that evil is there, that evil is a part of life, and it's just going to be. Paul actually says something I do can help to overcome evil. 
and that is overcome evil by doing good. Uh, and that's why if I embrace this life that God, Christ has to offer, that I can make an impact on the world around me because if I choose to do the good that Jesus has commanded me to do, if I trust him for the strength to do it through his Holy Spirit, and if I trust that he can do something with it, then now I'm motivated to do what Jesus said because it's going to make a difference. It, he, he is partnering with me. It's just not some mindless thing that he instructed me to do that in doing it, I maybe will make him happy, but it's not going to make any other difference. No, He's instructed us to do it because he invites us to partner with him, uh, to be a part of this with him, and to make a difference. Um, Not only to make a difference, but um, Leonard Sweet says to make a different world. You know, we are God's plan A, and there is no plan B. Uh, I've heard that said many times before. I'm not sure who said it originally, but, you know, we are God's plan A. Uh, and there isn't a plan B. And God does want to unleash hope in the world, and he brings the possibility and the reality of hope in Jesus Christ. But as Christ is in our lives, and as we live that, that's how the hope is kind of unleashed into the world, is because we live lives that are resurrection lives. We live these new lives. We are not fatalists. We you, you can't follow Jesus and be a fatalist, not if you're going to recognize what is in Scripture and, and, and uh, uh, do it, follow it, and believe it. Because there are all sorts of places where, you know, Jesus says, man, you can do this. I came that you might have life, he says, and have it more abundantly. That's not a fatalistic view. That's that's a view that my life is going to be different. I didn't have life over here. I have Jesus, and so now I have life, and that life is continuing to grow and blossom in my life as I learn how to live unleashed. And then, as we talked about last week, then I share that life with others. I am sharing the living unleashed life, but I'm offering hope. Because then others get to see in me, my life is different. That gives them hope that their life can be different. Because one of the greatest testimonies uh, to what Jesus does is people seeing it in you and in me. So we are we are called to live our lives out in that manner. Um, as the body of Christ, we are to be tremendously hope-filled people. We are to be... Um, this, these these people that hope just blossoms out of. But we can't do that if we're fatalists. And it also, like I said earlier, it affects our prayer life. If we have a fatalistic view of things, it, it affects how we pray. It, because if there's not that underlying belief that somehow or another, through the Holy Spirit, God partners with me in those moments of prayer, that as I'm talking and as, as I bring my requests to God, if God's not really listening, if God's not really going to do anything, then the fatalistic view is, then why pray? But if I have hope, if I have hope that life can be different, that this world can be a different place, if I have hope for that, then what happens? Man, I'll pray like crazy. I'm going to pray like crazy because I have this underlying belief 
that God wants to work with me, in me, through me, through the power of his Holy Spirit, and that somehow in some mysterious way and in God's sovereignty, he's chosen to pair his power and his Holy Spirit with my prayers and my concern for others, and he brings those together and he makes something happen, and something does happen. You see, I can have hope. I have hope that my prayers will make a difference, and so can you. And if you don't have that hope, then you're not really going to do much, to be honest. So you can't be a fatalist. Now, we just can't use the word hope in passing, but yet continue to be fatalists. We have to truly believe God wants to do something awesome and amazing. God is still at work. God is working in you, and he's working in me. And he wants to impact people's lives through us as he brings about change in us, in our lives, your life and my life. And he wants to unleash hope into the world instead of fatalism. Man, fatalism does not come from God. It is a tool and a weapon of the enemy to try to shut you down and to try to shut me down. But if we truly believe life can be different, life will be different when we are walking with Jesus in his strength, in his power, then things will change. But we have to hold on to hope. And we're going to talk about hope quite a bit this week. Uh, we may take it all week. I don't know yet. We've got to plan that out, plot that out. But we're going to talk about hope because hope is huge. And hope, when we have it, affects how we follow Jesus. And if we don't, it makes us susceptible to the enemy and to his lies and to his um, twisting of stuff and things. And I don't want that for you. I don't want that for me. So let's hold on to hope. Let's continue to work it. And uh, let's defeat that fatalism. Let's get that out of our lives. Just get rid of it. Hold on to hope. So what do you hope for today? What do you hope could be different today in your life and in the lives of others around you because you're following Jesus and because you believe, you believe that he truly did come that you might have life. And he wants to do that for you now. Hey, this is Jeremy. I hope you have had an awesome time. Thank you again for joining me. It's a Monday. We've started a new week. I am so glad you've been with me today. I pray that as you go through the rest of the day that you will hold on to hope, that you will really share that with others as you experience it in your own life. And as always, keep on living unleashed. <laughs>